0: has been recorded in the Mianan Nation. We pay our respects to Jagra and Turbul people. We respect their continuing culture, contribution and connections to the land, water and communities. We acknowledge the First Nations people as the traditional custodians of the land and pay our respects to elders past, present and emerging. You're listening to In the Spirit of Spinning Yarns podcast. My name is Akashika Mahola and today our guest Shabana Kajani who is the founder of Reflect and Connect Lives is here with us to share with us the tips on how on Valentine's Day we can fall in love with ourselves, particularly in this COVID era. COVID has really been a confusing era and now with extended covid It is all the more important to understand how the new way of life is going to be. How do we respond to situations? How do we accept scenarios? So before we go on, let's have a listen to Shabana Kajani. So, welcome to In the Spirit of Spinning Yarns podcast, Shabana Kajani. It's such a delight to have you with us today and amazed by your awesome work on helping the community in spite of your diversity as a young mother who's forever juggling with things. So, tell
1: us all about you. Who is Shabana Kajani and what is her mission all about? Thank you, Akashika. Been so excited. Thank you for having me on your show. I graduated as a hairstylist from Norris, London. Then I went back to India after my course, managed my mum's salon for a few years. Then we decided to move to Australia 16 years ago. When I came here, I, I was a well-trained person. So then um, decided to do a course with L'Oreal, became a colorist with them. You know, it's been 28 years since I've been a stylist. So how time flies. Coming to Brisbane has been a very interesting journey, actually, getting familiar, you know, with the Australian accent, the struggles of um, adapting to a place far from home, and making your first step to make Brisbane your new home. So, you know, apart from all the perfect weather we have here in Brisbane, all the wonderful parks, Brisbane is such a vibrant and friendly city. So, we have come across some very wonderful and such welcoming people. It's been such a beautiful experience moving to Brisbane. People here I think are very tolerant. Brisbane is now we know becoming such a multicultural society. I think it's a wonderful, you would agree with me to raise a family. It's been one of our really good Decisions to make Brisbane our home.
0: How lovely. That's fantastic. And that is the Australian way to really embrace your new Australian identity, because if we look back, you know, apart from the traditional owners of the land, we are all migrants from multifaceted ethnicities, heritages of hundreds and hundreds of years of migration this country has seen. So your story is amazing. And of course, from colouring, you know, people's lives by giving them confidence through your creativity in hairstyling and also listening to those stories of not only women but of families, and uh, you know to now when you have embraced yourself in the new family home we call Australia as a woman of color and and you're continuously helping women and people not just women but people in general because when we talk about women we are talking about people who are building villages, you know. So what
1: is your reflect? The one that I am running at the moment is called Reflect and Connect Lives. Tell us all about this
0: and uh, from where do you get so much of selfless service and, you know, people like me who come to your salon, when we talk to you, there's suddenly, you know, a release <laughs> of gush of energy, everything's <laughs> calm,
1: suddenly, you know, all the
0: problems are looking as if they have a <laughs> How does it all happen? Tell us all
1: about (laughs) it. So connect and reflect and connect lives that I call my website. So it all started, I think, last year. I love my hairdressing job. Um, That's why I'm in there for so many years, you know, meeting the most wonderful people who share all their life experiences with me and they seek advice from me. So it's, it's been such a wonderful journey, but I think the most change that I like to talk about is, you know, when we had COVID hit us from 2020 and look, we are so fortunate to be living here in this beautiful city of Brisbane, being in Queensland, feeling very safe, but we all have had a year of uncertainty and hardship and confusion. So last year, 2020, not ending on a very high note for a lot of people, but the community spirit of coming together the Australian way, like you mentioned before, you know, following the rules, everyone doing their best to try and work towards um, ending the year in the most calm and happy one, helping each other. And we were all aware that the world is facing such a challenge. And at times we felt um, very out of control and it would very much like to change everything like it used to be. So the question that I had in my mind is not how long that we have to wait for all of this to get over, but how are we going to respond to this situation? And I think, you know, um, life has slowed down. Uh, for many of us, and it has brought new benefits as well, apart from spending time with people you trust and love and your friends. It gives you enough time to reflect and understand and I think listen to ourselves. And, and it's okay to slow down in life, to recognize you know, your potential and find your motivation, to look above and beyond all the routines of life, going to work, coming back, looking after families, you know, thinking out of the box of all the possibilities that we carry within ourselves, um, that we can live a more happier and fulfilling and healthy life. So I decided um concentrate more on self-care, I call it. <laughs> Um, so beginning of last year, I decided to make a very positive change in my life. You know, we all have fears we carry within us. It could be uh, families, about kids, um, about relationships or work. But I have been very fortunate. I think I've, I would like to put in that word saying that I was very blessed overcoming this fear and finding my path of especially uh, self-compassion. And self-care, it was time for me, you know, I felt like I needed to wear the oxygen mask first myself before I could help others. So, um, you know, doing a lot of research, a lot of reading, you know, there's so much evidence that being out in nature has such a positive impact on yourself and your brain and your behavior. Um, It reduces all your anxieties, stress, and it increases your capacity um, and just the ability to connect with other people. And I'm such a people person being a a stylist. I come across people every day and I love my work and I enjoy it. But having missing a little part of me, I think this has really helped me where this change has really helped me. So, you know, we are all connected with nature, the realization that helps us bring this change, making very regular small improvements in my everyday life and maintaining my overall health and well-being and towards living a better quality of life. That's what my goal started to become from last year. So the very first thing I took up was running. And believe me, Akashika, I am not a runner. Uh, I haven't even taken up running in school for that matter. But that was the idea was to come out of my control zone, you know, comfort zone and try something new like running or exercise, healthy eating, and what a fantastic experience it's been for me. And so having that experience, I wanted to share this with others in the community that can experience the same benefits that I have enjoyed. So, you know, being um, in the stylist business for 28 years, uh, being in the industry, you learn how to be very attentive. Um, Clarifying requests of clients, offering them expert feedback to your clients. So over a period of knowing them, it builds trust and generates confidence, creating a very personal connection. You also develop a very strong friendship with them. Um, And then they, you know, so many people have shared their life experiences with me, whether it would be with family or work related issues, and always sought advice from me. So the goal of active listening to me um, was to understand, you know, the depth and complexity of all of these communication skills that I had, and I was listening to them. So I always felt when you listen actively, you focus on both the details, you know, and the emotions behind them. So I loved being a senior stylist and a consultant. I've called myself at the same time, making my clients look and feel great. So I always believe very strongly as well that women should empower and um, encourage each other. So it made me realize that sometimes clients don't even realize that they have a problem until they start talking about it. So this was another point that inspired me to take up mindfulness in well-being course with Monash University uh, and an online course that I did last year. Oh, this course has opened a treasure trove of knowledge for me. It has taught me uh, the importance of self-compassion and self-care. You know, when others are suffering, uh, we naturally are there with, you know, loving presence towards them. We convey a message of acceptance to them. But when it comes to ourselves, you realize, you know, we are suffering too at times. But we tend to respond with such self-criticism to ourselves. We're quite harsh to ourselves at times. So conveying the message of anything but acceptance to ourselves, you know. So I have learned through, you know, uh, changing a bit of lifestyle, healthy living and exercise, losing weight. I just felt, you know, this life is such a journey and we have to find our own path. And so we live life with what works for us. It is so important to give yourself time to understand and to listen to yourself. And that's what Reflect and Connect Life's message is all about. To free yourself from comparison, um, you know, to unravel the original you that is sitting inside you. So my main vision is to help, you know, individuals in the community who are ready for a positive change. So how we can make well-being our strength, mentally, physically. So this concept of reflect and connect lives goes beyond ideas for assisting with people with health, exercise, diet. So my vision, um, I wanted it to be focused on bringing the power of trans transformation for a better quality of life.
0: And that is so pertinent in these times. I mean, Correct. today, if we look at it, COVID-19, the utter shock from last year, the despair of losing family, millions and millions of people have passed away. And today on Valentine's Day, the day of love, so many mothers will miss their children. So many wives will miss their husband or vice versa there will be one chair empty somewhere. And amid all this, there has been lockdown, people have lost jobs, there have been stillbirths, there have been our, in Australia particularly, we have also experienced bushfire, dreadful natural disasters. So there is a lot of mental health despair. How do you think we can curb this bit by bit? There are many people, you know, who are undergoing a particular scenario like you very well said where people have been in lockdowns that they are so depleted within themselves that they fear talking about this to anyone is actually worth it or should they just accept it as a new way of life so there are those scenarios then there are scenarios when they where there are elderly people who have who have this fear of coming out of their house you know worried that who is going to infect and what their future is going to be And then there are kids who are our heroes in this time, particularly, you know, in our home countries or everywhere else in the world who are now, you know, studying online. Imagine a six-year-old child studying online without any human connection. So today on Valentine's Day, when we think of all these different facets of our world who are going through their grief and through your outpouring beautiful support from one beautiful country we call Australia, how do we curb all this?
1: Yeah, no, you're so right. You know, people are going through so many difficulties and each problem to everyone is big enough for, uh, for an individual. You know, that's where I feel self-care is so important at this time. Wellness, looking after yourself is also so, so important. And wellness, looking after yourself, um, I think is, you know, is an ongoing process of change and growth within ourselves and all the people around us. So I believe that, you know, it's very important not to shy away from uh, changes in your life. So there are certain things that we don't have control over. But what we have control over is the moment we have with us today what we the time that we have lost the uh, people that we miss that we have lost we don't have any control over that but we do have control over the time that we have living today and we have control over ourselves so i definitely believe that people shouldn't you know shy away from their daily routine look at them as opportunities to adapt To practice what is better for you and get better at, you know, things. People are working from home nowadays. People have lost their jobs. So, you know, you could change things around your home. Maybe get into uh, meditation or have a yoga corner, growing plants, um, having a a sense of living life with a bit more ease to what control you have with your family and around you. Just setting targets with each other, with, with families. Talking to people now, then that you love and you trust, um, see, seeking support from others. I think that's a, such an important part of life that you must seek support from others that you that make you feel secure, uh, make you feel motivated, um, and be a bit more communicative with everyone, even though you are by yourself at home, which is very hard. So change through my experience, I know that it is very hard to start. But once you get into realizing that you can make a difference, um, not only in your lives, but everybody else's life around you, you know, that's magical. And that's the magic I think everybody should look at. And taking up being a life coach along with being a stylist, I believe that um, a coach approach can help um, lead a huge impact in people's wellness. So the value of coaching Anybody doing it for someone is such a beneficial component to so many lives. Um, As a life coach, I believe it is so important to spread the value of our knowledge and experience um, as a community to come together. And that's what Reflect and Connect Lives is all about, where to understanding what happiness is, understanding living with ease is, understanding acceptance of the situation. So once you've accepted the situation, what we're going through, whether it is COVID, whether we have lost a loved one, having self-compassion brings in a lot of self-care. And it helps you in life not to change what has happened, but to carry on with our lives um, in a more um, healthier um, and a better way
0: so beautifully said Shabana this is this is really uplifting and refreshing and just the kind of space people need in this era so talking about well-being, mindfulness and self-care the self-compassion that you're talking about recently the professor of psychological sciences at the University of Melbourne Brock Bastian, yeah. the psychologist had one key message for people who had a different view to self-compassion, self-care, and all those things. They had the dilemma whether this was a pleasure or being guilty as charged. You know, as I say, indulgence often comes with a side serve of shame and regret. You would have noted, because, you know, you are in the people business, and you would have noted that there are many people off lately who are losing interest in themselves. Maybe it's because of isolation maybe because of this, it is because of the social or the social media or the digital world we live in, because in social media, no one really talks about their failures. And there's a very unique form of competitiveness over there. So collaborating all those factors, how do you think that small one-step change towards self-compassion or reaching out Can be
1: achieved? You know, we all carry fears within ourselves, like I said before as well, Akashika. And they can be such different fears about uh, being locked up in the house, um, having changes with work. But again, I will emphasize again that practicing compassion and being compassionate to yourself goes a very, very long way. So, you know, when, for example, when others are suffering, uh, we naturally are there. With them, um, and we 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 go close to them. We soften our voice. Uh, we're physically close to them. We convey a message of acceptance to them. But we are again harsh to ourselves. And uh, you know, like mentioned before, we are so critical about ourselves. You know, sometimes being critical can help. So, you know, being critical, we use it to motivate ourselves, maybe to do much better in our lives, um, maybe to avoid uh, making mistakes or repeating them. Some people use it to self-discipline themselves or to protect their relationships. But self-criticism comes with a very, with a cost. It's like being shot with one arrow, which is your suffering, rather than being compassionate to ourselves and healing ourselves with that. Um, suffering arrow that has hit us we shoot ourselves with another arrow which is self-criticism and that healing process takes a lot longer so realizing what situation we are in and that's when mindfulness helps you realize that situation you are in mindfulness helps you um, control all the emotions that we go through because emotions are something that come and go sadness happiness Um, love, all of these emotions come and go. It's part of being in human nature. So we have very little control over, um, you know, the wounds of life. But we certainly have a great deal over that second arrow that hits us, which is the self-criticism one. So avoiding hitting us with that second arrow, but actually Helping, healing ourselves, being more compassionate towards ourselves. So when there is pain or stress in our lives, a self-compassionate response, um, you know, might require pausing first to offer. One self soothing and comfort instead of immediately trying to control or fix the problem you know this has happened to me i just need to fix this problem right away sometimes you don't need to try to control to fix the problem you need to have a calming moment to realize the situation and then to accept the situation and then with that acceptance uh, to be self-compassionate to yourself So you can have control over those emotions. So it makes you think better. Compassionate doesn't require any kind of judgment or qualification. It's it's like water. You know, there's a soft element um, that has power to wash away so many continents. Water uh, is like compassion. You know, it it can make the world green. Um, It can flood away so many things. So bless yourselves with having compassion in life you know, everything in life waxes and wanes. The moon is sometimes full and bright and sometimes barely visible. The trees are sometimes full of leaves and sometimes bare. Sometimes we feel very vulnerable. We feel like, you know, yearning to go and hide, pull out the curtains, pull the duvet cover on our heads. Um, You know, sometimes we don't want to, uh, we feel like not being to the world. We all do this at times. You know, we we are self-critical to ourselves, but it's and. Knowing that it is okay to do that at times, you know, with the suffering. But how do you deal with that suffering to yourself? By being kind and understanding and caring, showing care towards yourself. Experiencing peace and joy, you know, when you when you are compassionate to yourself, you will feel that peace and joy that comes to you um, by being nice to yourself. You know, I'd like to even share what Dalai Lama had said. Um, that I always have uh, it written uh, in front of me, which says, um, if you want others to be happy, you practice compassion. If If you want to be happy, you know, practice compassion as well. So
0: beautifully said, Shabana. You know, I remember you come from a family of doctors and yes. if there were those doctors listening, they, you know, they would have said well, such, a, such a healthy dose of joyfulness. It is so beautiful. This comes so naturally to you. And we are so lucky to have you. Oh so, thank you. Yeah. So my other question to you is there's a lot of hate also in this this world like there is hate within neighbors you know there is hate at the borders you know there's world tension there's stress you know and people often tend to be overjudgmental or perceptive yes you know and and that's that's where that negative wire and those wipes they continue to create its own circles and spread. So slowly and gradually, you know, uh, in lockdown, you know, our our focus from the paper, newspaper, the papered in-hand newspapers switched over to the digital news, switched yeah. over to the World
1: Affairs. <laughs>
0: um, and uh, when we started walking out with, after those lockdown release, uh, you know, uh, short reliefs where we could open the door and walk down into our local, beautiful suburban streets, like you'd say, with beautiful Jacaranda trees. And when we came across few people of a certain community or whatever, there was hate because we read so about it. So... That particular concept, I know there. You know, in your mindfulness, you were sharing with me about this beautiful Japanese style meditation, or some some tips that that could really heal or create the sense of acceptance, the sense of belongingness, which is such an important process at these times. Tell us a little bit about that, please.
1: So, um, I think you were mentioning um, the Japanese technique, which is called the Hansei which means to open your mind, all the gifts that are there, you know, to unwrap, noticing all the presence um, that is around you. So it, it, it is about self-awareness is, is the best ways to improve and make progress in life. So Hansei is a Japanese word that means self-reflection. Um, and it is in both ways, intellectual and emotional introspection. So practicing um, again, self-awareness, self-compassion. Um, this is what I'm, I would say. People having, talking about hate, people who we feel not doing the right thing or not saying the right appropriate thing. I think it, it's this, that's the beauty about living in a country like Australia or living in this world. I think having that freedom of thought and having that freedom of words is so important as well. You can't change anybody, what they are thinking, but you certainly can change yourself. And having said that, you know, it is so important when I say that, that you cannot change someone else, but you can definitely change yourself, is when you bring change to yourself, you automatically become an example to everybody else around you. So with your attitude, with your um, life skills, um, with your everyday living, with your communication, you could bring change in other people by being a change yourself, because happiness cannot be found. You know, happiness is something that you achieve. It has been such a confusion, uh, confusing year for everybody, where everybody, I think a lot of people are confused and not able to think right in a lot of ways. So sometimes things might not come out appropriately. Sometimes we might feel someone being very um, racist towards you or to others um, but it is you must remember that it is a time of confusion and it is um, OK to give that person, um, you know, um, space to um, have a thought of their own, what they think is what they're doing. But it is all about self-realization and how you act towards Um, A situation that you're coming across something like someone being racial to you or not being very appropriate with their words to you. So that's the moment when you are mindful about the situation. Um, um, You do overpower, you know, getting back to them the way they are behaving towards you. But you're actually uh, showing them that there is a different way and they don't have to behave the way they are behaving. And we can resolve this together. So sending positive messages um, with the change that you have within you and that could, you know, there there are chances that you could be able to bring a change in that opposite person's life. Practicing, uh, one of my videos was all about practicing living with ease in perfect harmony, living with mentally and physically improves um, the way you think, improves the way you behave, Improves the words that you may use when you are talking to others. That's
0: beautifully said. You can follow Shabana Kajani on Instagram. Her handle is reflect and connect lives. And she's got her own stylist handle as well, <laughs> which is all about hairstyling, life coach. Every single thing is called Shab's Stylist. (laughs) So, thank you so much for joining us today, Shabana Kajani. And we are elated to announce that we will be having this quarterly yarns with Shabana to bring to you all things with a healthy dose of joy each time and every time with Shabana Kajani. Thank you very much
1: indeed. Thank you so much, Akashika. It was a pleasure. Um, And I'd like to add that I do now have my own YouTube channel as well. Um, If people would like to uh, create a change in their lives, they could follow me on YouTube um, with uh, the same name as Reflect and Connect (laughs) Lives.